0: I am the ghost of Christmas future! Woo!
1: Please tell me Dwight's coming back.
0: Yes, on the 22nd! Woo! He's been busy!
1: Oh, thank God, I can't handle the guest host anymore. Especially my wife doing impressions.
0: Hey, listen, we don't have that big of a budget, okay? I'm doing my best. <laughs> Woo!
1: For the Christmas episode, we watched Scrooge with, yeah, with Bill Murray, so it's in the basket. The, the writer's, writer's bagel basket. 14! Great birthdays without him! He never even sent me a damn card! Down with him! Because I'm Homer Simpson! Pizza, pizza, pizza! Ah! Was all the time I Welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket. I'm Scott Kerland, and filling in for Dwight is Haley Kerland. <laughs> so yeah, we couldn't uh, make our schedules work. So Dwight Christmas is still happening as promised, but uh, that will be next week and the week after that. So for this week, our Christmas episode is
0: Scrooged.
1: Have you ever seen Scrooged?
0: Uh, no, this is my first time viewing it, as you well know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so we were trying to think of what to do for, like, a Christmas episode, and, like, we toyed around with stuff like uh, Charlie Brown Christmas versus The, the snowman. snowman, but that would be better for our other podcast, Curling On Film, because so I... look
0: forward to that.
1: But this <laughs> was hard, because, like, we could have done Edward Hands, but Edward Hands creeps you out.
0: It does. I am not comfortable with that movie at and all.
1: And El- Elf is too iconic. Mhm. Love actually is too pretty. Same
0: with same with the Grinch too.
1: Yeah, I mean, like all we could really pick to do for Christmas movies is this, one yeah. of the di- one of the first two die hard movies and Home Alone because that kid commits murder.
0: On yeah. Like Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> within one night within one night he kills them like what? 50 times.
1: Oh, and we could have done Muppet Christmas Carol, but th- if we were going to do Christmas Carol, I thought this was the appropriate one to do because Christmas Carol has been done like a million times. It
0: has. Although the Muppets Christmas Carol was the first one I had ever seen.
1: That was the second one I ever seen. This was the first one. I was what
0: a way, <laughs> what a five weird- years old. <laughs> what a weird way to experience Dickens for the first time. And
1: okay, so one thing that they constantly do in this is they don't call it a christmas carol because um before we get into the actual movie his company ibc calls it scrooge no that (laughs) always made me mad that always made me mad they're doing a christmas carol they're doing a christmas carol he got the rights to to make scrooge which was a christmas carol just call it that I'm sorry, that just makes me upset. They're trying I'm, to differentiate themselves. I know, I'm just on my soapbox right now. <laughs> yeah, it's you very, really are. It's very hot.
0: Put your megaphone down, step away.
1: <laughs> like Harvey Milk. <laughs> I know you're angry. I'm angry too. So, Scrooge was directed by Richard Donner and stars Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Now, this was right after Richard Donner directed a little film called... The Goonies. Yeah. And right before, he, uh, and re- also Great right after, and right after he directed another Christmas movie called Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Lethal
0: Weapon's a Christmas movie?
1: Yes, it takes place at Christmas.
0: Oh, so it's like Die Hard-esque.
1: Yeah, well, it's Shane Black wrote it.
0: Oh, he, oh. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's all coming together now.
1: So he was on a hot streak with those two movies. He did Goonies, mm-hmm. he did yeah. Lethal Weapon. And then he did this, and this film... He just
0: loves Christmas, doesn't he?
1: Well, Goonies isn't Christmas. Goonies is, like, spring.
0: I know, but, like, all his other movies... Oh, no, wait, that's Shane Black.
1: That's Shane Black. Never mind. Richard Donner did Superman.
0: Donner, Blitzen. I'm seeing the connection here. Comet, Cupid. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) So... (laughs) This movie is very, like, writer's bagel basket-worthy. It really is. It's out there.
1: Um... Because you had Bill Murray fresh off of Ghostbusters and you had Richard Donner fresh off of Goonies. So, like, where could you go wrong? Like, yeah, but this movie is bananas. There's also
0: people like in the movie that weren't famous then, but are huge now.
1: um, Yeah, the only two real famous people in this movie at, at the time of 1988 were Karen Allen from Raiders of the Lost Ark and Bill Murray. Um mm-hmm. and then you had like Bobcat Goldwaith or Goldwait, Bobcat. <laughs> 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 yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um,
0: uh he was one of the Pain. yeah, he was Payne from Hercules, that little cartoon devil character.
1: Um I was
0: like, I know that voice.
1: And he was he was a comedian, but like Oh,
0: and you're forgetting one very important lady.
1: Alfreda Water. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Oh, Carol Kane. <laughs>
0: Well, Carol Kane, too, yeah, but Alfre Woodard as well.
1: Oh, is that who you were talking about?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yeah.
1: So, um, this... They're this... huge stars now. Yeah, um, because... And
0: if you don't know who Carol Kane is, she's... She was in... on Taxi. She yep. was
1: in Adam's Family Values. Yep,
0: and she has made a comeback on um, The Incredible Kimmy Schmidt.
1: Yeah, she doesn't age.
0: No, she doesn't.
1: Her, Paula Rudd, <laughs> Adam Scott.
0: <laughs> They've all found the Fountain of Youth, so we need to follow them and find out where it is.
1: So, um, yeah, here's, here's the thing about Scrooged. This movie, I always watched it every Christmas, but it always scared the bejesus <laughs> out of me, and I don't know why I always watched it.
0: I can see that. Some of the images in this movie, um, like... You know, obviously... The
1: Ghost of Future.
0: Yeah, The Ghost of Christmas Future. Hey, we... D- didn't that guy show up earlier?
1: It was just you. No, it wasn't. God, I missed Dwight. <laughs> 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 Any Um Great guy, by the way. Yeah. So, um, that was done by Jim Henson. The, mm-hmm. like, Not surprised. Um, and it was creepy like this was dark yeah. crystal like i mean
0: we're jumping ahead like big time here but well if you don't with know... the movies
1: with the movies we always jump ahead dwight and i always jump ahead and dwight jump oh, okay jump back so it doesn't it doesn't matter
0: good to know i'm not breaking press no you're here. not no um but yeah it's like he opens up his coat and there are like all these lost souls like (laughs) they're puppets reaching out between like ribs
1: that's what always terrified me like the reason why i I loved watching it as a kid was because there was a little kid in the movie i'm like hey i'm a little kid and there's a little kid there's a lot
0: of little kids in movies scott
1: (laughs) yeah but did you identify with all of them i i i identified with uh with being a mute child living in harlem
0: oh oh did you now (laughs) no no (laughs) i
1: just i i i loved Alfred woodard Mm -hmm. um and i loved bill murray and there was a kid like anytime there was a kid in a movie like i always cared more about the kid yeah as a child so i was like oh let's watch this there's a kid in the movie i'm a kid i can relate (laughs) i know things (laughs) So um the premise is I
0: like pogs. Do you like pogs?
1: So this movie opens up with one of my favorite like I'm I'm going to come clean right ahead this movie is bad <laughs> this movie is crazy
0: oh it's insane and the just way the it, beginning alone is crazy i
1: feel like tropic thunder stole like didn't steal but like got the inspiration yeah to open their that. movie well with the way this movie. it
0: starts is it, like it opens insane. with a so,
1: fake tv movie
0: yeah well like, called it, the day it, the it, ranger died then, yeah we zero in on the North Pole, and I'm I'm just like, oh, this is like a Christmas special or something they're shooting. Well, turns out all the elves have like AK forty seven. Okay, can and- I just I just
1: need to say one thing. This is one of my favorite interpretations of Santa ever, because him just going, uh, Lee Majors, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, he's the the apparent hero of this like Hallmark TV yeah. film.
1: It's not even Hallmark. It's it's like if Spike <laughs> TV made a Christmas special. Yeah. Um, so Santa is being ambushed by I'm guessing like Russia? the Soviets. Yeah, something the, like that. The Cold War like was just about to end. Like Atomic Blonde didn't happen yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. So Lee Majors as Lee Majors is just blowing this, away like,
0: action all... hero star. Apparently, well,
1: he was the Six Million Dollar Man.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. He was married
1: I... to Farrah Fawcett. Oh okay. Yeah. So. He, uh, they, they say, Lee Majors, and then you just hear a voiceover on IBC. Lee Majors is the $6 million man, but he's also Lee Majors in The Day the Reindeer Died. and I, A true classic. I, w- I wish we were watching that. I know, right? it would be
0: a lot more entertaining.
1: Just Santa saying, Lee Majors, I, I like- you're a good boy. Yeah, I was <laughs> like- going
0: to say, I like when he's like, you've been a good boy this year
1: and and then oh m- mrs claus with the shotgun yeah and then uh then it now we to really
0: the, know what happens to kids on the naughty list yeah i
1: guess so and then it goes forward to the next christmas special like this is like the hour-long block yeah this, this is a commercial petting package and then we goulet pull Goulet on goulet on the bayou Robert Goulet singing Christmas songs. That was
0: honestly my favorite one because I love how he's like nervously like looking over his shoulder. Because there's like a crocodile.
1: (laughs) And then uh then they I
0: I wanna see the rest of that special, I genuinely do.
1: It probably ends with him dying. (laughs) Undoubtedly. Too (laughs) Too soon. Um so then it goes to the commercial for Scrooge. Mm hmm. Which is a classic like
0: Well no, we we um we,
1: the next one is...
0: Well, it shows... Uh, we pull out on a meeting. Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah, and... you, you see a very pissed off Bill Murray. And he opens up his desk drawer and there's a mirror. And he smiles at it. I don't... I, I Is kinda, that a vanity thing? I
0: don't think it's a vanity thing. I think he's, like, checking his smile. Like, like not just... Just trying to keep up appearances, like uh, I have I'm gonna no look. Idea what that I don't means. know. You never. You know what? I don't know what that means. I don't get what they were getting at there. But anyway, um, so he's like, "Give me the Scrooge or the uh, Scrooge, the Scrooge
1: ad. and it's that would uh,
0: be breaking the fourth wall.
1: Yeah, <laughs> give and,
0: me the Scrooge movie. Yeah,
1: that'd be like in Spaceballs when they asked to see the movie and flat. flat uh, yeah. go forward. No, so they show the the trailer, and this is like. Back then, doing, like, a live broadcast didn't mean anything, where now, like, NBC, Fox, like, as we're recording this, tonight is the live A Christmas Story on Fox. Oh,
0: that's right. So,
1: like, like doing this type of stuff now yeah. is, is, like, eh, it happens all the time, but, like, for 1988, yeah, like, doing a, a live deal. broadcast was a big deal. So, he put in a ton of money, and they did... Scrooge with Mary Lou Redden, who just won, like, the gold in the Olympics, as Tiny Tim.
0: She's doing backflips. I can walk again, folks. And
1: Buddy Hackett as as Ebenezer Scrooge. Buddy Hackett from The Love Bug and It's a Mad Mad World and he's a dirty old man comedian. (laughs) Like, he went up to, like, comedians and he would just, like, slap men on the butt or, like, do awful thing to women. Like he—he he was a dirty old man comedian. Oh wow! He was also scuttle. Oh, that's right. Hey, kid, how you doing? Wacky, wacky, wacky. Like the the. <sighs> this this is. So he
0: would end up in the news today. Oh, totally. You, yeah, yeah, like is what you're telling. Rest me. Rest in
1: peace, because, like he he uh, yeah, yep.
0: It would be very topical today. It would
1: be very topical. So. They made it very clear that all of these specials are bad because you have Lee Majors, you have Robert Goulet, and then the Christmas Carol stars Buddy Hackett as Ebenezer Scrooge, and Jamie Farr, who played Klinger on Mash, the guy yeah. who was always in the dress, as Jacob Marley. <laughs> so. Oh, and what were the name of the dancers? Like I don't the smut know. dancers.
0: They were like the gold star dancers. Something or like something? that. Are like gold that? smut dancers like? I don't know.
1: They were wearing like bikinis like
0: yeah and holding up little ornaments
1: yeah they were pretty naked (laughs) yeah yeah
0: no i mean no they weren't actually because it's like it's one of those suits where it's like you know it's nude nude color yeah it's nude color so they were pretty covered actually but anyway um so bill murray is not happy with the the prompt that they've given him
1: because it looks too safe yeah. It's a, it's a safe ad. It's like,
0: we need more, like, explosions. We need more action.
1: And and that's where... Uh, <laughs> Cue
0: the Mad Max uh, commercial. Yeah.
1: But before then, Bobcat Goldway was like, but it's a Christmas special, sir. <laughs>
0: it's supposed to make people happy.
1: Yeah, and then the, the ad that apparently he cut together an ad, and there's people blowing each other away, and he's saying, the world will end tonight unless you watch Scrooge at 10 o'clock. Oh, my God and
0: yeah that's pretty ominous this
1: ad killed the person yeah Cause, because because
0: well, like bobcat goldwaith is like yeah it's it's gonna terrify people we probably shouldn't air this
1: and he gets fired for yeah. it. yeah <laughs> bill get- murray
0: shuts the door on him and tells his secretary like yeah that guy's fired
1: Free witters like you can't fire him on christmas and he's like oh my god thank god you told me it was christmas now i don't have to give him a bonus yeah He's a bad person. Like yeah. they, they make that. I love clear how right they away.
0: go into his um office right after that and um he's he has looking three through Emmys. Yeah, but he's looking through a telescope as they're kicking uh uh Bobcat Goldwaith's character to the curb.
1: Elliot Melgus Yeah, Elliot
0: Loudermelg Oh, we didn't even say Bill Murray's character. Yeah, Frank Cross, did we? Yeah. Did we not? Okay. Well you said it. Um yeah, you're better at names than I am. Anyway,
1: <laughs> so um, Frank is under like
0: he's under massive pressure. But because, he's also like, a he's, jerk. Oh, he's a massive jerk.
1: Like casting d- Bill Murray was like perfection. Um, and his boss, his humor okay, is on point. I don't in this understand movie. how he is president of this company and he's not the boss because he has a boss who I guess is chairman of the board. Yeah. Um, and that's played by that, makes sense. that plays that's played by Robert Mitchum, mm. who was a famous like Western actor. So um, his boss is like, "Hey, I got a great idea. Let's cater to. Let's cater to pets. So let's, uh, <laughs> yeah."
0: I feel like that actually happens at TV stations.
1: It, it did in like the '80s.
0: Like, we found out pets are watching. We should, we should, uh... Oh, I love how he's, he was like, uh we need a special where a cop dangles a little string. Yeah, he's you like... You know, for the cats. He's like,
1: you know how Kojak had the lollipop? Why don't we have a cat who, uh, a cop who dangles cat yarn? <laughs> what? Well, what? I like how, uh,
0: I like how, uh, Frank Cross, he leans over, or he turns... To, to Alfred woodard's character and he's like just like call the cops <laughs> <laughs> he's gone insane yeah um, and
1: he, he's like well there's a dormouse in this isn't there why don't you put antlers on him
0: i don't get that
1: i don't was there a dormouse in a christmas carol but they're calling them dorm. like they're making a big
0: deal over the fact that they're dormi oh deer mice dormice okay never mind i just got that joke I'm a little late to the party, guys. <laughs> I
1: didn't even get it, and I've seen this movie since like 1990. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, and um, he and thinks he, his boss is crazy. His yeah, boss... but he's
0: also worried about getting replaced because they bring up this fancy, oh, smancy producer Bryce from LA. Bryce
1: Cummings, who is played by John Glover, who mm-hmm. was Lionel Luther on um, on Smallville.
0: Yeah, rem- like, I looked at you and I was like, I know that guy. Where is he from? But I realized he had a giant mustache.
1: Um, So he's like, hey, Frank, good to see you. And he clearly wants Frank's job. Oh, yeah. Like, like, he's
0: all over it. Like, yeah. white on rice.
1: So Frank is very suspicious and he's like, I know what that guy is after. He's after my job. Dig up all the dirt you can to his secretary, Grace. Grace Cooley is her name. Um, so... What I was trying to figure out, he's the Scrooge, but she, I, she's I guess... She's a Bob
0: Cratchit? But
1: isn't Elliot also a Bob Cratchit, too?
0: No, I think he's just a side character that they made up to further the plot.
1: But he feels like a Cratchit, too, because he gets his job. <laughs> I at...
0: guess, yeah. They split Cratchit into two characters. I guess. Characters. It doesn't make like, sense. Like, Alfred Woodard, Grace. Grace Alfred Woodard supposed Is supposed to be, clearly, like, the nice side. Yeah,
1: she's clearly the Bob Cratchit, but at the same yeah. time...
0: Well, you can't, like, fire someone on Christmas Eve and expect them not to, like, go nuts. (laughs) Yeah,
1: because his wife just had a baby. His wife leaves him and... Like, you
0: can hear him on the phone as the cops are, like, dropping his stuff on the sidewalk. It's so sad.
1: (laughs) It's like, no, don't worry.
0: I can take public transportation. It'll be fine.
1: Yeah, like... Now,
0: you lived in New York. Is public... Is the bus really it's
1: that fine. terrifying? And I, the bus is, but I always took the, the subway and, like, a cab. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth the extra, like, $5 to take a cab over <laughs> the bus. But the subway is fine.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so, yeah. Uh, Frank is making everyone work extra hard. Cause, yeah, on
0: Christmas Eve. But he's this, this, this special. entire
1: special, it doesn't... It doesn't make sense. Like... Why his job's on the line for this one Christmas special. Because clearly the, the Robert Goulet special will be fine. And the the Lee Majors thing. Why is everything depending on this one live show?
0: Well, it's, you know, a Christmas story.
1: And it's, you know... A Christmas, Christmas Carol? Or a Christmas
0: Carol. A Christmas story? A Christmas story. You do shoot your eye
1: out, kid. Wacky, wacky. <laughs> um. So... Bryce, I need to talk about Bryce Cummings, because John Glover is the scariest looking man without his beard. You, he is! You pointed out, he looks like a skeleton. He does. Um, And right after he showed up, um, Bill Murray goes back to his office, and uh, John Forsythe... The ghost of John Forsyth who
0: I was so impressed with this makeup.
1: Yeah, for Lou Temple is his name. He's played by he John- plays
0: like the Bob or the he's, Marley. He's the Jacob,
1: Ma- the, the J- Bob Marley, the Bob. Hey, don't worry about it, Fred. Well, because
0: I'm thinking of the the, don't the Muppets. Worry, t-
1: t- about a thing, yeah. He'll it was
0: be visited by, by three, three other little ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> um,
1: no, um, because it was Jacob and Marley, and that was um. Uh, Uh, Stadler and Waldorf. Yes. Yep. Jacob and Marley. Um, so. uh,
0: Marley and Marley. (laughs)
1: Uh, John Forsythe. You, you might not know this, but John Forsythe was Charlie on Charlie's Angels.
0: Okay. Oh, he did the voice. Yeah.
1: In the movie, the TV shows. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, both movies, the TV show, and any time they needed, like, a Charlie. He was, like, a famous TV actor. Yeah. So, I guess they were like, this movie's about TV. We have a famous TV actor. Eh? Eh? <laughs> and he was one of the things that always terrified me. Him and the ghost of Christmas Future terrified me.
0: Well, he was hysterical well, in when, this.
1: Well, when um, his, when the mouse comes out of his head, creeped me out. But well, w-
0: first of all, he explodes into the office, which is, which is terrifying. And um, Frank Cross is sitting there, you know, having a nightcap. And
1: his first line is, (laughs) hey, kid.
0: (laughs) Get out of my office. Um, But but, so the ghost goes to have a drink and he's carrying. I love how he's carrying a golf cart with chains wrapped around it. That was a nice touch. Yeah, that
1: was a nice touch. But clearly, like, he's wearing what he was wearing when he died. Yeah. Because he had a heart attack on a golf course. Oh, my God. It's Lou Hayward. Your old boss, and your best friend, but you're dead. Seven years. <laughs> Has it been that long? Geez, I, I, mean, to look at you, I wouldn't have guessed more than three tops. Oh, Frank, Frank, you are in trouble, big trouble. Yeah, oh um, sad. Yeah, and. <laughs> Hole in one. And. Then Bill Murray shoots off, like, for a tiny gun, it was like a cannon because he shoots off rounds that, like.
0: Oh, here's the question Who are you that you think you need to have a gun in your desk?
1: Probably because he's fired a lot of people and he thinks a lot of people will have vendettas against well, him. Well,
0: then he should have expected.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, uh, okay, so I've been rewatching the newsroom. I've been rewatching the newsroom, and when Will McAvoy, when Jeff Daniels' character thinks he's going to be murdered, when he gets death threats Uh guess what happens they hire him security they hire him a bodyguard they he would have had a bodyguard yeah that would have been an even better movie if if he had a bodyguard who got sucked into going on to the oh man you're a terrible person (laughs) um Um,
0: so he he shoots off a couple rounds into the sky (laughs) i love how uh this ghost lou yeah lou lou which was his old boss was it's just like hey Shoot me. Don't shoot the, don't, don't shoot, shoot the, the scotch. Yeah.
1: Oh, the Bacardi. Yeah, the Bacardi. This is good Bacardi. Don't shoot the Bacardi, which I think that was a product placement thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, The other thing that scared the crap out of me as a kid is when he takes his arms and pushes him through the the window yeah. um, because his arms rip off. Like I remember as that a child. That was so
0: well done. And I love how I thought he was going to keep his glasses on for the entire bit. But he takes them off and they're like these like empty sockets. It's like, well done.
1: I mean, this, well done
0: props department.
1: Like everything about this movie is great. Like with the special effects. It's just the script. It's like, yeah, it's just the everything else. Yeah. Um. So but, he, he thinks he's hallucinating. He calls yeah. up Claire, who his, is his ex played by Karen out. Allen. And you were terrified of Claire. <laughs> Her smile
0: oh yeah she's got a very wide toothy smile <laughs> like
1: every time i think of her see her in something i, just, I mean she's
0: very pretty i was just like wow
1: she's got <laughs> she's got a mouthful of teeth yeah um I, I feel like i'm gonna get into this later i'm gonna think about this now if they made this today we did this last time with um plans trans and automobiles who would they cast today Right now I think um, I think well think about it and then we'll get back to it at the end. But the one person I honestly think would play Claire is Emma Stone.
0: Well ha- how old is
1: I am well she's supposed to be 26 in the movie. Okay, so here's the weird thing. Like him and her are supposed to be in like their late 20s early 30s. You would not be running a uh, a uh, Well he
0: he even said I'm the youngest right. I'm the youngest uh, producer Pres- president, president. President Embertre, you know.
1: Yeah, so they're supposed to be in like late twenties, early thirties. So, I just, I just get the think again. Yeah, it, it, he's clearly supposed to be. Funny. That's
0: this like every show where they're like kids in high school, and it's like, oh yeah, you're fifteen.
1: Well, when we were watching that parody of uh, Riverdale where they did p- the Peanuts, and they're like, yeah, we're both sixteen, and Jimmy Fallon looks at the camera, yeah, we're sixteen.
0: yeah that's exactly that's what this this is
1: is. it's like yeah we're both 20 29 28
0: yes so she like he's in the middle of trying to direct this christmas special well he calls her
1: yeah so he calls her he freaks out and then the next day he just goes back to work
0: which i'm surprised she even showed up to tell you the
1: truth yeah because he you find out later how bad he treated her yeah what no one would like if i was treated bad by someone Who spoilers? We're gonna get there, but left me on Christmas Eve. They make
0: it clear what his character is like from the very beginning, so you can easily imagine how things went down between him and her. He got too involved with his job. Yeah, took her for granted, you know. But she shows up and she's like, "Hey, what's going on?" (laughs) Hey guys, what's going on? Yeah, and so she sees how he's directing and like that he hasn't changed at all. Like he's about to staple.
1: Oh, wait, wait, wait. What's his nickname? Lumpy? Lumpy.
0: What a terrible, terrible name. Yep. How did he earn that name, I well, wonder?
1: Well, they tell you. Do they? Yeah, when they when they bump heads.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: And she says, easy there, Lumpy. Oh, okay. Um,
0: well, um... Yeah, so he's he hasn't changed one bit, as she can see. He's about to staple um, little antlers to a mouse.
1: Yeah, so um, right away when, when he sees her, he just turns into a different person. He's like, oh, hey, baby, how's it going? And he's like, oh, yeah, I was just... Well, that's just because he misses her. Right, but they pick up like nothing happened. Yeah, that... They, they pick up like nothing happened.
0: Yeah, she's very, like, warm to him and... I can't imagine being that warm to a person. And I've
1: said this before. He's a prick. This character is a prick.
0: Yeah, but the, the like, it's comedy gold, really. I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, because you get to see him get beaten up by three ghosts. Like, yeah, pretty much. Four, well, no, if you count. But like Loom. he,
0: like he's very, you know, um, it's the same sort of humor that he had in um, uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, but he's more likable.
1: He's more likable. Well, in he's Ghost- a
0: good guy in <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs>
1: Um um
0: but same s- type of humor.
1: So yeah. This is when things start to get weird because he goes to lunch. So he he accepted this award the night before for being a humanitarian and he leaves
0: and proceeds to leave his award in the taxi. Never gets addressed again. <laughs> like I no. thought
1: I thought that like when the Ghost of Christmas Past It's passed, a
0: metaphor, Scott.
1: Well, I thought when the Ghost of Christmas Past showed up like it would be in the back seat of of his cab.
0: Mm. Yeah, like, oh, like, you forgot why...
1: something here, pal.
0: Yeah, it's like, why make a point of showing it leave?
1: This is like in the, the room. I have breast cancer. Never addressed again. Yep. <laughs> Never addressed again. So um, he goes to lunch with his boss and his boss. Uh, his boss is like, oh, did you think about what I was saying? And how did the humanitarian award go? Fine. <laughs> what do you expect? And that's when you find out that Bryce is going to be taking off some of the stress on his plate because he's spreading himself too thin.
0: Right. So Frank Cross is right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he was right.
0: He was absolutely right.
1: But here's the thing. Bryce Cummings is a nicer guy. He is. He's a nicer guy than Frank. And everyone actually likes him better. Yeah. So here's an example of like.
0: Sorry, parched.
1: Yeah. We, we always have Continue. beverages here. We always have beverages here. And you can never tell because they're always in glasses. They're not in bottles. And we have bottles today. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy. Because we have the money. We're
0: feeling festive.
1: <laughs> um, so at, this is the weirdest lunch in the world. Because...
0: It is. And I don't even understand why like half of this weird stuff is happening. Because it's not supposed to happen until he's visited by ghosts.
1: Well... It's about to be 12 o'clock. That's why. It's about to be it's noon. But
0: still, it's like, it's it's weird because the magic, yeah, I guess, is, I, should be contained to when the ghosts appear. Right,
1: but I guess they had to get him out of the, the luncheon. Oh, uh, I
0: think just the knowledge that he's going to be replaced is enough to get him out.
1: So, he orders a highball and he, and he get, gets
0: an eyeball. He gets
1: an eyeball. And then they ask him what he Ba-dum-bum. wants. But to- then they they ask him what he wants for lunch and he sees a guy light himself on fire with a baked Alaska
0: and he's and, he's the only one that sees this guy on flames and do you waiter? remember what I said to you what I was like does does he have the shining
1: like <laughs> he's got the shine the shining um but the waiter is my favorite cuz he's like oh no that's a baked Alaska that's dessert you don't want that for your lunch uh yeah i do <laughs> I, Who doesn't well,
0: want a baked Alaska I, for lunch? I
1: always want dessert before I have like. Have you ever
0: had a baked Alaska?
1: Yeah, I like baked Alaska. But
0: is have you ever had it on fire?
1: Well, what they usually do, they don't. That's that's ridiculous. What they normally no, do? No, they is...
0: put liquor on it and then they, well, like they the liquor.
1: Well, the one that I had, they they did like a liquor glaze and then they took like a a a, a, a creme brulee torch and they just did it that way. Yeah, They didn't flat out light it on fire like, you know, (laughs) like you're having a campfire in the middle of this like high class plaza hotel restaurant. (laughs) And then this is the joke that offended me because he's like, I got to put this guy out that's on fire. And he douses him with water and says, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were Richard Pryor.
0: Which I didn't get
1: that joke. Richard Pryor, if you don't know, besides the fact of being a hysterical comedian, Mm-hmm. He had a drug problem and he was high on acid and lit himself... Oh, wait, no. He was high on crack cocaine and lit himself on fire. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Little
0: two on the nose it, there. That
1: is such an offensive joke. Like, that's like,
0: wow. Wow. <laughs>
1: So then he runs out of the restaurant. And
0: especially like, because did that just happen during the time that this was filmed, or
1: no, no, no? This was probably that happened probably late seventies, early eighties. Oh, okay. Like he didn't, he didn't become deformed, but he still lit himself on fire. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's no good way of. yeah.
0: <laughs> Not unless you're a waiter and you have a baked Alaska.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So then he freaks out, runs out of the restaurant and ends up in the cab of The
0: cab from hell literally. But I
1: love who it is. It's 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 Buster Poindexter. It's David Johansson, who in the late 80s early 90s there was a act called Buster Poindexter and it was one guy who kind of looked like Benicio del Toro mid werewolf transformation. Yeah, I
0: like I legitimately was like is that Benicio del Toro?
1: No, at this time weird thing that you mentioned that because he was playing a James Bond villain at this time. He was in uh, License to Kill when this movie came out. Ah, playing Dario <laughs> Dario Honeymoon. Um, so yeah, David Johansson, Buster Poindexter did the song Feeling Hot Hot Hot. And he had a Christmas. Sorry, what was that? Feeling hot hot hot. One more time? No. Tukey na 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 na. Feeling hot hot hot. See, I got it. (laughs) Um, That's three. And he, at this time, he had a huge Christmas hit that coincided with this, with, uh, is that you, Santa Claus? Lovely. Yeah. Anyway, so he's a cab driver. But he's best friends with Bill Murray. That's how he always ended up doing stuff with Bill Murray. That's how he always ended up. Like, Bill Murray puts all four of his brothers in this movie. Okay. And... So he pulls
0: an Adam Sandler. Just pulls puts all his friends in yeah, one movie.
1: Yeah, he p- puts in uh, all his friends. Uh, he's friends with Bobcat Galway, so he puts Bobcat in this movie. Like, he, this is this is his equivalent of doing an Adam Sandler movie, like mm-hmm. a schmoovely goobly Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. So, um, this so is my favorite ghost. Yeah. This one is by far my favorite ghost. It's not
0: my favorite ghost. My favorite ghost is comes next. But yeah. anyway. Well um,
1: you only have two that are talk about that are real actors. Technically
0: there's three. But oh, the
1: third one is a Jim Hunter. Puppet. Puppet. Um
0: that could be my favorite one, you don't know.
1: Yeah, but I know your love of, of Adam's family values.
0: And Carol Kane in general. Yeah. So um,
1: um So we take The Boys some... in Gold now I call banana boats or what is it? Banana, banana Kids Banana boys. Um, so David Johansson is like, Don't worry, Frank. I'll take good care of you. And he's like, I'll take you where you need to go. And they go back in time to 1955. <laughs> Do you think that was like a dig at Back to the Future?
0: Probably. Yeah. yeah.
1: So he um, he ends up. In
0: which case, he should have been the ghost of Christmas
1: future. <laughs> <laughs> Your kids,
0: uh, Marty. Your kids.
1: So he, he takes Bill Murray to his house. Yeah. And he says, you're going to cry. Everyone cries, and he says someone who I'm guessing was a horrible person, but yeah, he mumbled it so much that I have yeah, no we idea. Yeah, missed,
0: we missed it. But anyway, he's like, "You're gonna, you're gonna yeah, cry." Yeah, Niagara
1: Falls. Falls was coming down. Yeah. So he sees his mom, who is Bill
0: Murray, like puts on, you know, <laughs> he puts up a stiff upper lip and is like, "No, I'm not. I'm not gonna cry. No way, I'm gonna cry. You can't break me."
1: So, um, yeah. So
0: they go inside, and he's
1: watching TV. So I. You're, he's supposed to have this connection with TV. You're supposed to get that he with, escaped. With a
0: dad like that, I'd be watching but I never, TV But I, I still didn't
1: get that connection. I still didn't get But his mom was chain smoking while she was pregnant with his little brother.
0: Yeah. Okay, so <laughs>
1: this is the first Murray brother cameo. His dad is played by his brother, Brian Doyle Murray.
0: Oh, really? Yep. I didn't know that was his brother. Yep. Like, obviously older, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: His older brother, who was also, the same year he was also in a little Christmas movie called National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. He was the boss. So, um, he said, happy birthday, Frankie, and throws down a pound of veal.
0: Which is expensive in today's world. Yeah, he's
1: like, but I wanted a choo-choo train. (laughs) Then get a job
0: the mom's like he's only four
1: yeah and she's like i'm going out so i'm guessing that her his mom was having an affair and that like that baby is not his brother (laughs) i mean is his brother but not brian doymer yeah half brother
0: i thought she was just going out to like give birth
1: because (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm going out my water broke so yeah um he starts crying and he goes what did i say Niagara Falls.
0: Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. I was touched by a gift. A four-year-old kid receives what in today's marketplace is a 40 or $50 piece of milk-fed veal.
1: It's like, okay, whatever you want. He's like, take me back to my office, as you wish. And he, um... Oh, he calls him Frankie Angel, making fun of him because his mom called him Frankie Angel.
0: Yeah, that was a nice little touch.
1: Um. So then they go to his nineteen sixty seven Christmas. Wait, they go to nineteen sixty seven, right? Or I think sixty so? eight. But if it's supposed to be nineteen fifty five and he's five years oh, old, wait, wait, the map doesn't add up. <laughs> what the damn hell?
0: Well, like, anyway, they go to an office Christmas party when he's a little. I should say a little bit older, but he looks a lot older. Yeah, he's supposed to be, um, I guess, 17 or 18. Uh, I guess.
1: Well, I'm trying to do the math. If he's four, know, and the it's math like,
0: does, it doesn't add up. If it's, it's a like, movie.
1: Yeah, if it's 67 and he was four and it's like 12 years Listen, later. Not, I'm not, sorry. This is driving me crazy. We're
0: not math majors, okay?
1: <laughs> I know, but he's supposed to be like 16 or 17 and he looks like 40-year-old Bill Murray. Yeah. God damn this fucking movie. Um I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> so anyway, uh so he's like filing he he he's clearly come a long way because he's like
1: He's file he's like a
0: like a file clerk. He's or working whatever. in the mailroom. Yeah.
1: So what is the secretary doing?
0: She's photocopying her butt, signing it, and then giving it to her other coworkers. Because that's what you do at an office party. Totally appropriate.
1: I, I'll bet you a million dollars that originally she wasn't wearing underpants, and they had to reshoot that scene to not get it in R.
0: Yeah, I buy that.
1: I because they do something similar in Lethal Weapon.
0: Hmm. Okay. Or,
1: or I think he's having sex with a girl. on Well, the anyway, she, she. Oh wait, no, that's Die Hard. Sorry, <laughs> wrong, <laughs> wrong movie.
0: But anyway, um, so the the girl the photocopy girl goes up to him and she's like here, do you want a picture? <laughs> hey, do you want to get Chinese food later?" And um he's like, he's like
1: "That's made of cats."
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's like "No, uh Chinese food isn't good for you. I heard that they're uh, using cats." Yeah.
0: What? <laughs> what the hell? That's, yeah, that joke fell a little flat. But anyway, um so the you know, older uh Bill Murray, bon. or Frank Cross, is standing there, like, watching this, like, ah, oh, I made the biggest mistake right there, and then... I
1: I could have had an easy lay, yeah. is what he said. And which then the, clip-
0: ca- the cabbie goes, no, that was not your biggest mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and then he we flash forward to, like, a few minutes later, he's walking down the street, and he gets hit by a door, and behind the door is... Um, Karen Allen. Karen Allen.
1: And this is where Lumpy comes in, where... Yep.
0: She whacks him not she, once, twice.
1: Yeah, well, they're both going down to pick up her stuff. Yeah. And then they butt Bonk. heads. And, um... Aw,
0: meet cute.
1: What is it that both him and the cab driver say at the same time as, like, he, he makes a joke? I don't know.
0: I miss that.
1: Because he goes to make a joke and then they go, like, parumpump or something like that at the yeah. same time. But other past Bill Murray doesn't say that, so it doesn't make sense. I
0: don't... I didn't get that one.
1: It doesn't make sense. Some of
0: the humor is just. Why do I
1: own this movie?
0: <laughs> I love how you discover that with a lot of these movies only after we've watched it. I and know. Talked about it, it's, like, it's
1: that nostalgia factor. That like I was so excited until like, I show you this. Like I was excited to show my babies kids. I
0: enjoyed the movie. It's
1: funny, and I'll watch it again. But there are so many. It's Swiss cheese. There's. Yeah. It tastes good going down, but it's filled with holes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. So then, like they they, they kind of show three like, years snapshots later. of their relationship, like when they have an apartment, and she's and- naked
1: in a tub. That that thanks movie that that <laughs> went nowhere. She's smoking a joint in a tub. Good for her. At first, I thought she was shaving it- her her legs, but I saw it was a roach clip. <laughs> like,
0: oh yeah, yeah. I was
1: like, wait, what? I was like, that's a tiny razor, and why is it on fire?
0: Yeah. But anyway, so we, uh, she, they go into the next room and they're opening like they they each got each other a present. He got her knives, and the joke I really liked though is, is <laughs> they like, can cut their chance. Yeah, no, I've never liked a girl enough to give her a set of knives.
1: A set of twelve knives. Yeah,
0: sharp. Oh, because the number really matters. Because it
1: means he he, he could get stabbed by her twelve times.
0: <laughs> As if once wouldn't be bad enough.
1: he, he like. I'm guessing that it was, like, a different set. Like, this is a butcher. This is a chef's knife. This is a butcher's knife. This is a uh, paring knife. So, like, depending how she wants to kill him, which I would, because of <laughs> the type of person he turns into, Yeah. she has her options. Like, when he starts to turn into <laughs> this a... This
0: is going down a very dark, dark alley just, like conversation
1: here. I'm just saying, I I used to love Bill Murray in this movie, but he's so unlikable. Well, that...
0: what does she get him, Scott?
1: I don't remember. That's the thing.
0: You don't remember? No. She gets him a book of the Kama oh, Sutra. Oh, that's
1: right. She gets him the Kama Sutra. Because I I was remembering the present that his brother got him. I'm like, did she get him a frame picture of her, him and his brother? No, that was his brother. Yeah, if she gets him the Kama <laughs> yeah, Sutra. Yeah, she gets
0: him a picture of her and his brother. Frank, I'm cheating on you with your brother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, So, yeah, the Kama Sutra thing was weird.
0: let's move on. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Well, no, he does something that I actually thought was funny. Cause he's yeah, like, he's did that. A, yeah. Did that friend of mine did that. Like
0: a little checklist. Um, did
1: that in Cleveland. <laughs> so then
0: a buddy of mine did that. Yeah. Um,
1: friend of mine did that. And then they end up on his, he had a TV show, a kid's TV show.
0: I guess. I don't know how you go from like mailroom clerk to actor.
1: I, I guess he pitched a show to Lou. Like Lou took him under his wing. This is why it doesn't make sense that that Robert Mitchum is running the TV, is running like the chairman of the board when the guy who was the chairman of the board or in charge, mm. or was the president before him was John Forsythe. It doesn't make sense. Yeah,
0: but this is where we start. We we see their relationship unravel because and he's
1: getting corrupted.
0: <laughs> I don't even remember the name of the TV show. Frisbee. Frisbee. Oh, Frisbee the dog. Or Frisbee something the like dog. That? Okay. His relationship with his girlfriend unravels
1: because Lou, um, his, his Lou's wife is out of town, so he invites his secretary and Bill cliche. Murray. Cliche. Yeah, Bill Murray.
0: Such a cliche.
1: And Claire, uh, Karen Ellen, to the um, to dinner, last minute, and Claire's like, "Well, we already have plans."
0: Yeah, we we're going to we're going to see our friends. It's Christmas Eve. The greed and the the rudeness comes out because he basically dismisses his girlfriend.
1: Yeah, he fully morphs.
0: Yeah. Leaves and her behind. like, you know, I'm well, I'm going. You can do whatever you want and she just kind of, you know, disappears literally into the background.
1: Yeah, but what I loved about this scene is not even him. It's it's David Johansson in the scene being so into this kid's show. <laughs> yeah (laughs) frisbee the dog he's a
0: little too into it
1: and um yeah he he's my favorite thing in this entire movie like Mm -hmm. like buster poindexter and all of a sudden he's like wait where are you going because he looks up at the monitor because uh the ghost of christmas past is not sitting next to him he's like i'm out of here see you later sucker and then he's back in the studio watching um Getting notes from uh, standards and practices. Because... Yeah. What happens with a- the dancer? The dancer. Why can't they show the dancer on TV?
0: Oh, because she, cause she's nipping all over the place. Because
1: y- you can see her nipples. Yeah. Oh, wait. That was back. That was when Claire first shows up. Yeah. But that is a thing in this movie. You can't have this this dancer on TV because you can see her nipples. And then... He ends up getting her hit in the head with the
0: standards and practices lady yeah, not the
1: not Claire <laughs> standards and practices lady who
0: takes a lot of abuse in this film yeah because
1: that's where we're going to next he ends up back with them and Bryce shows up and he's taking over this thing and standards practice lady gets run over by a keg yeah a keg of I don't know bo- bo- doesn't
0: like a building fall on her later or something later yeah L- later poor woman
1: yeah um because that's a ghost of christmas um present which is about to come up that's when, what is when the thing falls on her when the building
0: <laughs> you okay you need a drink of water
1: <laughs> i'm just burping <laughs> excuse me so um
0: should have just used regular water and maybe not yeah we shouldn't use seltzer that was a terrible idea what yeah. were we thinking
1: anyway it's <laughs> They're enjoying it. It's comedic effect for them. So what's her name? Um, Grace. Grace Cooley um, is told that she has to work on Christmas Eve now.
0: Yeah. For, and, like he's panicking about like how bad things are turning because out.
1: Because Bryce is really starting to take over.
0: Yeah. So he's like, you have to stay late because if you don't stay late, I can't stay late. And if I can't stay late, I can't stay late. <laughs> And she's like I have a family. Like I have to pick I have to take my son to the doctor.
1: Her life is really sad. Yeah. Her no, life is really I mean, sad. No,
0: she has like a nice family and everything. Like it's Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't like it's not sad when you compare it to some of the other people in this movie like the standards and practices lady.
1: Her life is just brutal. Yeah. I mean it's sad. And then Okay, uh, let's get to your favorite milk. part. Oh, Ladder Monk donates blood. But he's been drinking, so his blood's already... It's
0: been one day.
1: <laughs> he already thinks that he's destitute. The ghost of Christmas present. That's yes. where we are. Mm-hmm. And who is she played by?
0: Carol Kane.
1: And she does a great job. She's does, chewing... She's like chewing the sugar a
0: plum fairy.
1: On with... crack.
0: Yeah. Oh. oh, I'm so relieved it's been so long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hello Frank I'm the ghost of Christmas present I had a funny feeling uh, why <laughs> did you do that sometimes
0: you have to slap them in the face just to get their attention like there's some spice in the sugar plum So she like the first thing she does is she kicks him right in the nuts <laughs> <laughs> and she, I love her voice she's like this dainty little fairy and she just whacks him.
1: Megan Mullally would play her.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Uh or whoever plays Like it. I
0: love how she makes an X on his cheek just so she,
1: she She knows where to slap him.
0: Yeah, just so she has a place to aim, but she literally sla- like slaps him into the present because we we um we Is that a we, metaphor
1: <laughs> to keep him in the present?
0: Yeah, pretty much, I would say so. Um
1: so yeah, so she slaps him the into the present. Yeah, and, and we go
0: to the next scene where, um, Alfrey Woodard, house. Grace is. No, she takes. She's taking her son off the subway. Yeah, because and... he's
1: like, "Where are we, Harlem?" Yeah, and she's like, "Yes, she lives in the Harlem." Jesus,
0: isn't it lovely? <laughs> um, but she... yeah, so we see we see Grace's family, and it's really cute. I love. <laughs> um they, they dress them up like a tree yeah because they don't have a tree um, can't afford this a tree. is this is her son who plays like the tiny tim role he can't speak and we find out he oh my god this this was too sad
1: this is why i said her life is sad
0: well just that part
1: yeah so they live in like, harlem and they said that like five years ago the kid she has is,
0: like how she's one two, she like she has like five kids
1: she's got four kids she's got two boys and two girls and no, then, she
0: has three girls. There was the older girl, and then there were, like, the two twins.
1: The twins don't count. They don't count? They don't count. The twins don't count. Okay. She's They're got...
0: really just one person. No, but anyway, so...
1: If this was a sitcom in the 80s, they would just replace one one for yeah. the other, just pull it out. Like, yeah, like, like they did Mary with the Kate Olsen twins.
0: So we see Bill Murray and Carol Kane looking through the window at um, Alfred Woodard's son... Um,
1: Calvin Cooley. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's his name, Calvin Cooley.
0: <laughs> really, it wasn't Tiny Tim. Um, but he, uh, he he's looking through the window and he sees the kid and he's like solving this puzzle. And he's like, oh, he's a sm- smart little guy. It's a shame he doesn't talk or like what happened to him? And then Carol Kane tells the saddest story ever. She's like, "Oh, he witnessed his father get murdered.
1: Keep like, in mind, talk this kid... about
0: dropping a bomb. Okay,
1: so keep in mind this kid is eight years old. Yeah. So he was three, and three is when you start to have cognitive memories. So probably one like, of this his... is his
0: first memory. One of
1: his first memories is I watching his talk dad. Talk Like, what could have happened? Either his dad was stabbed, shot, or pushed onto the third rail. <laughs> Were those
0: like the typical three back deaths in,
1: back in the back in the eighties? Like, uh, that was
0: just one of the three ways you got like murdered if you were, in New York? Yeah. Jesus. Anyway. Or but, or if
1: you're Kevin McAllister, you throw a brick. Okay, so this is what happened. Him and his dad were walking back. Harry and Marv <sighs> rob Duncan's toy chest. I love how you're Ke- trying to- Kevin McAllister throws a brick and kills this kids' dad.
0: <laughs> I love how you're trying to it's, interweave... It's a shared
1: universe.
0: You're trying to interweave these Christmas stories. Yep.
1: Um, And then Buddy the Elf hit the kid in the head with a snowball. Lovely. (laughs) Those are New York movies that take place at Christmas.
0: Yeah. Why do they all take place in New York?
1: (laughs) Not Love, actually. That takes place in uh, the UK and Wisconsin for some reason. Mm. Um, So, yeah.
0: And I love how how Carol, like,
1: (laughs) isn't that sad?
0: Yeah. It's a spell only he can break.
1: Yeah, like, she's so deep Jesus. in She's so deep in this character. Like it's not a spell. It's a mental illness. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's a trauma.
1: <laughs> um That could be a mental illness. <laughs> but yeah, he watched his father die. Um Who wrote this? And then, movie? and then Bill
0: Murray's like, "I didn't know Grace had a husband and that he died." And she goes, "Carol King goes, what do you think she was wearing black for a year for?
1: I thought it was a fashion thing.
0: For a year, he missed it for a year. Well, a trend. <laughs> so, and then I think that's. Oh no, no! Wait, she takes he, him to the party. Did he think she went
1: goth? Like she got really into the Cure?
0: Oh, do you remember that goth? Uh, the the share. Uh, uh, oh yeah! In at the, the beginning, b- at the
1: beginning, there's a share-looking elf, an elf who looks like a, like. The Sandman and Cher had an elf baby.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I just had to bring that up that yeah. I completely forgot about. Lee
1: Majors.
0: <laughs> um. So, oh, I'm trying, oh so, yeah, then she takes him to
1: yeah, so his
0: brother's party.
1: Because keep in mind they're on the um, what you call it, uh, the fire exit. and she kicks him off, and yeah. and he ends up in in his brother's apartment, which. Uh, that, that place, like, his brother is supposed to be doing well for himself, but that place was, like, torn apart.
0: Yeah. There were holes in the wall. (laughs)
1: Like,
0: the ceiling was kind of, like, old and gross and shabby, like it was about to fall in any minute.
1: Yeah. His brother's not doing well. (laughs) And, uh, he starts getting barked at by a dog, so I guess a dog can see him. Yeah. Dogs can see ghosts. Dogs
0: can see everything, Scott. It's oh, we skipped something. Soul. We missed
1: something what um b- because before we get there, after uh goes to Christmas uh past before present, he goes to see Claire again at the homeless shelter that she she runs oh yeah we, in- we because this that is very important finally. because, um there is a homeless guy named Herman played by Michael J. Pollard, who mm-hmm. is in all of Bill Murray and Steve Martin's movies, and he thinks he's Richard Burden was married to liz taylor
0: yeah and he's like tell tell us you know read us some shakespeare do some
1: shakespeare do line in winter (laughs) like and then he does the line in the winter and then that's where he tells claire to stop looking out for these homeless people yeah
0: look out for yourself it's christmas eve
1: okay now now we're back
0: yeah now we're back Anyway,
1: the next thing is very important
0: (laughs) yeah after this so
1: his brother and they're playing the weirdest game they're playing like a quiz show game yeah but i guess only one person goes ever
0: yeah
1: (laughs) um and his wife is played by wendy malik from um uh emperor's new groove she's uh what's his name's wife potch's wife
0: so then, you know, you see this all the time in every single Christmas story because he's, like, talking about his brother and how he's not that bad. And raise a toast to my brother, who is not as horrible as everyone thinks he is. He is. But anyway. The
1: luckiest man in the world. Yeah. Which they stole from It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Which, if you're going to steal from a Christmas movie, don't steal from It's a Wonderful
0: well, Life. Well, I thought all these Christmas universes were connected, Scott.
1: Oh, all the 80s universes. <laughs>
0: Anyway, <laughs> not the nineteen, so
1: then, not the nineteen forties universe. Then,
0: then we cut to the next scene, where um, he he wakes up in like the sewer.
1: He's in yeah he's in a steam grate which is.
0: Oh wait no is this future?
1: Nope. No. Nope. This is present. Still present. Because he says, "Oh wow, she took me to the Trump Tower. It's this dirty yeah. Where
0: old... am I, Trump Tower? Oh." too topical yeah way too topical
1: so they go uh so he's in a steam grate and he's like why am I here why am I in this sewer thing and there's <laughs> this Herman sewer
0: thing why am I in this sewer thing that's what
1: the turtles say all the time why am I in this sewer thing Kawabunga? so uh there's Herman and he's dead he's frozen He's not
0: just dead he's like um what's his name from the shining dead
1: uh he's... Jack Torrance yeah
0: Jack Torrance <laughs> He's sitting there. He's got this happy expression plastered across his face, icicles on his nose. He's holding a watch as if to okay, remind us. That... that
1: watch was probably worth a couple of grand. He could have pawned it and he could have got at least a hot meal.
0: But it's like probably like the last thing he ever owned. Like what if that was like the last gift from his wife or something?
1: You gotta sell money to make money.
0: <laughs> it's like gift of the magi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another christmas movie so anyway. he's
1: he's freaking out and he he realizes how to get out he has to bust down this door and that's where he ends up back on the set of the show and he knocks over the standards and practices lady again with with this now a woman yeah so you
0: think she'd quit <laughs> before
1: she had her face wrapped and uh, her neck in the sp- uh a ne- her neck in a oh, what's it brace called? brace brace it's been a long day, <laughs> and and now she has a sling because she got a building dropped on her. Yeah. Yeah. And this is why it's that shared Home Alone universe, because he's the Kevin McAllister. It's,
0: it's a Christmas movie. Someone has to get, like, violently hurt. <laughs>
1: I guess. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. uh, This is where Bryce is now being super nice. And he's like, great job, everyone. Frank, is that you? (laughs) Why don't
0: you go up to your office for some quiet time? Yeah, so. Because everyone has fully acknowledged by this point that uh, Frank is going crazy. And he's
1: probably going to get fired. (laughs) Yeah,
0: he's losing his marbles.
1: So um, he goes to open the the elevator. And there's the, the Scrooge, the TV version of the ghost of... Uh, christmas future and he freaks out and then then the guys he, like uh i'm just dave <laughs> like so he goes up into his office and he pours himself um it's, a, it's like
0: vodka and then tab. it's rum
1: it's rum because oh, it's this rum? entire movie is produced by but Picardi. it's like
0: it's like yeah it's like one part rum and then like two parts tab
1: <laughs> you mean two parts of rum and one part tab it's like mainly rum and A tiny bit, like two dots. Two dots. I don't know how
0: to make drinks. (laughs) Anyway. um, So we see. (laughs) We're not drinkers. So behind him on like several large TV screens, we can see like.
1: The broadcast. The the
0: broadcast. And then the skeleton just appears and he's growing larger.
1: (laughs) This always scared me as a kid.
0: See, I wasn't scared. I half expected, like, because yeah. like, you see the skeleton reaching through the screens, and I half expected... Well, you're expected... an adult
1: woman. I was a four-year-old boy. This is boy. true.
0: This is true, but I half expected, like, the skeleton be to be like, ooh, is that Tab?
1: That would be an amazing tying commercial. Yes. Um. So, right before he's about to get grabbed, that's where Bobcat shows up again. How did he get in the building with a gun?
0: You have your answer right there. He has a gun.
1: <laughs> yeah, but... It's a it's a television studio. The security. Well, Winnipeg everybody's guns at to. the
0: broadcast.
1: That's true. I guess
0: he's he's been there a while.
1: <laughs> this damn movie, <laughs>
0: this
1: goddamn movie. So well, he he
0: looks like he had to like crawl through the sewer pipes. So
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. So he goes, "Hey, honey, I'm home. Did you miss me?" And yeah, he's throwing just,
0: out one liners left and right. And
1: he destroys his Emmys and he destroys everything. My babies. So, somehow he ends up, Bill Murray ends up in an elevator with the ghost of Christmas Future and the other thing that freaked me out.
0: So they open. He opens his uh, little cape. There
1: tortured souls.
0: Yeah, there's like tortured souls reaching out through like a rib cage, and I was just like, oh, he's pregnant. (laughs) But anyway.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, it was. I I can see as a young kid that would that was the stuff of nightmares.
1: And the other thing that terrified me, because I've said this on the the podcast before, Dwight has too. We're both terrified of death. One of the things he shows him is his own death, and. Well, they
0: show that in every Christmas Carol. That's like the final. No, in they the show
1: him going into a an incinerator. That terrified me. Well, f-
0: don't forget, there's two other things they show. Before I
1: know, you. I know. I'm skipping ahead, but yeah. the, fir- the first one is uh, Grace and uh, no, or in like uh,
0: Grace and her son, the mute, the mute one,
1: Calvin Cooley. Calvin. Is Calvin, that his name? Calvin Cooley.
0: Okay, so Calvin is in like this
1: mental institution. Yeah. He's in a. He's in a rubber room in a straitjacket. If you can't talk, they're not going to just put you in a mental yeah, asylum. Yeah, that's not
0: how that works.
1: We saw Shape of Water. She's mute. She's not in an asylum. She made the best of it. I'm just saying. Anyway. I'm just saying um, mute people can live good lives. Not according to this movie. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's, according to this movie, if you can't talk, you end up in a rubber room. Um. And why isn't she wearing shoes? She's wearing. I don't know. She's They're wearing never, like.
0: It's weird. It's she's a weird. We- universe because hallways
1: aren't. Well, she's wearing like, like. She looks like she belongs in like Babylonia because she's wearing like an yeah. Arabic shawl. Like, it's weird, right?
0: Yeah, and she's walking like. Or Bill Murray starts out by walking down this crooked hallway because I guess in the future. Willy Wonka style. I, yeah, I guess in the future. Um, floors just aren't flat anymore. Maybe that's why she didn't have the shoes because she needs the traction.
1: I guess (laughs) everything is a Peter Gabriel music video, I guess. And then the next one is Claire is now rich and she, I guess, lives in dynasty. Yep. Hey, you, beat it. Gilles, will you look at that? Look at those filthy little creatures. Oh, Claire, 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 Claire. They're just children. Please,
0: darling, don't tell me. I wasted 20 years of my life on pathetic little creatures like those. Finally, thank God, a friend of mine said to me, Scrape them off, Claire. They're so there, like, Man, can we please have some more? You know, um.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this movie.
0: And she's like, no, I, you know, I used to help out people like that. A friend of mine said. And then a friend of mine made me see the light and that helping people was a terrible waste of my time. And then.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then we see the the one that terrified me to my core. He's like, oh, no, my brother, because he sees Wendy and he goes, oh, no, Jamie died. And then Jamie shows up. He's like, hey, wait, who's in there? (laughs) It's you, you moron. Those are the only two people who would go to your funeral. I'm
0: surprised they did.
1: Yeah, I would. Okay, I would have expected it just to be his brother because his wife yeah. clearly doesn't like him. Yeah. So then, this is what terrified me because they show they show the coffin going into the incinerator and it lighting on fire. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, that's what happens to you when you die. <laughs> that's well, what not to
0: everyone. <laughs> well,
1: that's what four year old me thought. I was yeah. like, oh my god. <laughs>
0: Well, it was just as scary in The Muppets Christmas Carol.
1: I barely remember that. I saw it once in theaters. That was the last time I saw it, it was in 1993.
0: Yeah, anyway. Um, that was the
1: last time. Uh, never again I said, damn you, Michael Caine. <laughs> so then um, he ends up back where he wanted to be, Rehires Elliot.
0: Yeah, he literally shows up and he's still like... Uh, What's his name? Loudermilk still got the gun on him.
1: And he's like, oh, not between friends. <laughs> yeah. So is that
0: a, is that a shotgun? Or are you just happy, happy to, to see me? me?
1: So, yeah, Elliot takes over the control room. He ends up back on the air. Because they're
0: suddenly buddies now.
1: So, and he he's like, why are you watching this? And he has his Scrooge moment. And he's like, God bless us, everyone. Or does he say that? Who says no,
0: that? No, uh, the, um, uh. Cal-
1: calvin calvin
0: <laughs> little calvin mute
1: calvin turns. finally says god bless us everyone yeah
0: but after after bill murray goes on this huge huge christmas rant about how she should not be watching tv and, and
1: he makes out with one of the rockettes or whatever they're yeah. and
0: then makes out with his with his girlfriend with claire yeah with claire
1: they get back together on tv any respectable woman would be like no <laughs> After everything you put me through? You called my job stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, buddy.
0: No, Scrooge to you, buddy.
1: Huh? Huh?
0: Huh? Huh? Anyway, so that's Scrooge. <laughs> Hooray!
1: No, so, yeah, um, his boss, the main guy, is like, no, you're not going to be on TV anymore. He goes to call. I think his job gets saved because I think the guy's wife. The the chairman's wife. Yeah, she's wife. like
0: no, no, no. Let's let's let let's
1: see continue. where this is going. <laughs> yeah, let's see where this is going. And I guess she likes it, so he does everything for his wife. Bill Murray keeps his job.
0: I think it's safe to assume he ke- gets to keep his job.
1: <laughs> yeah, and
0: and then they all sing uh what
1: you call it. Put a little love in your heart. Yeah, yeah.
0: Isn't that I'll- the main song to a commercial now?
1: Every cr- Christmas commercial, like Macy's, I think does it. Yeah. Use promo code number <laughs> um so uh, you've never seen this before. What yeah. did you think?
0: um well, it was good. I enjoyed it. some of the humor like fell a little flat or it, like was it was like I, I'm. I felt like I missed a lot of jokes, so on like maybe a second viewing, I'd pick it up a little bit more, but first viewing, I'm gonna give it um, well
1: before we get to the bagels, we have to do who we would cast in the modern version have oh you God. been thinking about it no
0: because we've been talking about it too much and oh, i've been thinking about like i think the... i got
1: the perfect guess okay
0: you you go because also you you know me i'm not very good with like actors names or anything i mean for god's sakes
1: okay so... I screwed up
0: alfrey woodard and calvin's name a million times already bill Hader. yeah i can see that
1: Alison Bray. I think Kerry Washington could do a good job. It'd be job. great
0: if Alvary Woodard just did the same role again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> um, and then for th- I'm not going to cast everyone. So not the president. Or, but I'll do the the ghosts. Mm. The three ghosts. Not counting the ghosts of Christmas future because okay. that will probably be CG. So for Lou uh-huh. I'm going to go with uh, veteran actor John Lithgow
0: Yeah I love yeah, John Lithgow I can Lith- see
1: that And then for uh the the Ghost of Christmas Past mm-hmm. Benicio del Toro <laughs> There you go And then Megan Mullally. Elliot Paul Shear Paul Shear Who's Who's Elliot again Bob Kekowit
0: Oh yeah Paul yeah Paul Shear Yeah
1: how many bagels, Haley? I've put you through enough.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say eight. Eight? It's yeah. higher than I'm giving it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I did like it. It's a good Christmas movie. It's like a nice twist on you know a Christmas Carol. Um, I do love Bill Murray, but some of the humor fell a little flat for me. Some of the <laughs> got really dark at certain points. And uh, the little
1: boy watched his father die,
0: yeah, and um the terrible terror that was that final ghost that <laughs> even terrible. if they were puppets i'm uh-huh. gi-
1: I'm giving this six, okay, six are left, um oh, that's
0: just two more than two less, yeah or, no, I gave it yeah, you gave left. it eight,
1: I gave it <sighs> I'm giving it there six. there are no
0: math majors here,
1: <laughs> um, yeah. The the screenplay, I felt, was lacking a lot, and you could tell Bill Murray was doing a ton of improv. Yeah. I know the history of this, that him and Richard Donner did not get along. Really? In the beginning, they got along great, but then Bill Murray became Bill Murray, mm-hmm. like and they just didn't get along, and he was miserable the whole movie. So, I could see how unenthused... See,
0: I don't know the history of that, so...
1: <laughs> and then... <laughs> I'm taking out a ton because of those two ghosts scared the crap out of me and still do to this two? day. Uh, oh, Lou. The...
0: See, he didn't scare the crap out of me. I thought he was hysterical. Yeah, when
1: you're 4 years old and you see a guy's arms fall off.
0: No, I saw the mummy when I was pretty young. And I that... thought that didn't scare me.
1: Well, you're stronger than me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess just stronger. No, than...
0: no, but the other ghost would have scared me. The 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 twisted souls. No,
1: just Just when he took his glasses off and he had no eyes, and then seeing... But he was
0: really funny, so there was a nice balance there.
1: Yeah, because he's Charlie from Charlie's Angels. Mm. And, yeah, so, yep, six. Uh, I want to give it five, but six. On the
0: sixth night of Christmas, my true love gave to me Mm. a movie with Bill Murray.
1: So coming up, we have Dwight Christmas coming up. Dwight is picking his favorites. That he's gifting to us. I don't even know what they are. So
0: they're mystery boxes. They're
1: mystery boxes. And I'm excited for that. Um, And I want to thank you for filling in. You filled in for this one. You filled in for... uh, Thank you. I try. Plans, Trans, and Automobile. So humble. Uh, I want (laughs) to thank uh, Mike linehan and lee martin for filling in for friends and for your brother cole my brother-in-law what i
0: have a brother <laughs> for
1: filling in for running zach i still am sorry cole that you had to watch that um and then plans for zone. life now all right guys thanks for tuning in i'm scott carlin i'm not dwight <laughs> and we will be back stay swifty, guys bye B- bye